and welcome back to another episode of Podcast of Kids. My name is Spencer. I'm Mommy. And my name's Ryan. And today is part two of We Went to Disneyland Again. So we just got a Star Tours, and we're headed to Autopia. When you were a kid, that was one of your favorite rides. Oh, yeah. And it's still one of my favorite rides today. It's really fun. And now you can actually drive. You used yeah. to always be a passenger. Or you would... He would steer. Yeah. And one of us would do the pedals because he couldn't reach. Yeah. And the pedals are so hard to push on those things. Are they harder to push than like a real car? Yes. Really? I guess. I mean, I feel like it's pushing your foot back towards you. So, like, after a while, like, your legs start to get tired. Now, but what you haven't done is a car all by yourself. Have you? Uh, no, I haven't. Maybe next time? Yeah, I'll do it next time. Yeah, I'm usually passenger with you now. Maybe next time we go, all three of us get our own car. Isn't this the time where we went and we were stuck for a long time because that man was stuck in his car? Because he didn't know how to restart the vehicle. Yeah. By double tapping on the we gas we pedal. We we went past him though, so. We just got off of Autopia. And there was, luckily it wasn't where the track that we were on. But there was a giant long line of cars. Because one of the, someone must have got stuck. But, but when you get stuck, all you need to do is like hit the, the pedal once really quick and then another time but you hold it the second time that's all you need to do to keep it going so i guess they did not know that after autopia we went to cafe orleans and cafe orleans is a place in new orleans square with right in between the french market which is now tiana's palace and parts of the caribbean and we sat outside so we could see the rivers of America and watch the boats go by, or like the Mark Twain in Columbia. We just got back from having lunch at Cafe Orleans, and I had the Monte Cristo sandwich, which is a beignet with ham in it. It's so good. A Monte Cristo sandwich, it's actually a battered and fried sandwich. It has turkey, ham, and cheese in it. I think the one at Disneyland has Swiss cheese, and it always comes with a berry dipping sauce. And they put powdered sugar on top of it. Spencer, haven't you had the Monte Cristo sandwich a couple times before? I've had it at Blue Bayou and then at uh, Cafe Orleans. I only had it twice. Okay. Is that your new favorite sandwich over there? Like if we go to well, Cafe Orleans and Blue, if we go to Blue Bayou or Cafe Orleans again, are you gonna order it? Probably, yeah. It was pretty good. Now we're heading over to Galaxy's Edge for our Lightning Lane to Smuggler's Run, and we're gonna go try to find Bo-Katan, Boba Fett, and uh, the Mandalorian with Grogu. We didn't find the Mandalorian or Bo-Katan, but we did find Boba Fett and got to take a picture with him. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you spend more time in that area, you'll see the other characters. Because I don't know if it says on the app, like, when they come out. No, it does not. So. They they probably don't have things on the app about characters that walk around. Well, but now if we go over there, you can see Chopper. And they also have Ahsoka. 
Hopefully. That's a lot yeah. of characters they've been. They just keep adding more and more characters over there. I wonder if they're taking any away. Like, who were some of the first characters well, that were in? They should Jotsu's take away Bo They should take away Ray and Kylo Ren with the Stormtroopers, but they still have Chewbacca. I guess that's it. Yeah, yeah there's not too many, though. That's the problem with Galaxy's Edge, though. Like, if you've been there a couple times, it's not like you need to go spend, like, hours and hours over there. You go over there, ride a ride, maybe do some shopping. Yeah, there's not that much. Get a Ronto wrap. There's only one good store there. What? Which is the big one. Oh, the one. You can get lightsabers there. I don't remember what it's called. Knock on doors, Den of Antiquities. Okay, we just smuggled some coaxial. How'd you do? Did you win? No, because the people who were flying were trash. What, what was your job on there? Gunner. What was yours? Stupid engineer. That ride is uh, a little too shaky to be going on right after you eat a Monte Cristo. <laughs> yeah, because well, that's only year old piloting the ship. Yeah. That kid was heck of small. I know, he, he was like doing nothing the whole time. That's why he kept on crashing. Well, he looked scared while he, he was waiting in line. It didn't even look like he wanted to go on it. All right, so overall, what do you think of Smuggler's Run? I think it's a unique ride because you can interact, but it's only good when you're a pilot. But if you're not a pilot or a gunner, it sucks. The engineer, all you need to do is press a button the whole time. Pilot, you get to steer. You get to go side to side. Or there's another pilot where you can go up and down. They get to faster. engage the hyperdrive. Yeah. Which, which whoever, whenever people are doing it other than us, they never do it on time or at all. They're like it's like yeah, it like does it for them. Yeah, I feel like that the whole ride is like that. I wonder if every all five people or six are sitting in there. If you don't touch anything, what would happen? You, I mean, the ride wouldn't just get a end, score of zero, but you would still go through the whole all the motions, right? You would yeah. crash into everything, yeah. and that, you would not. You wouldn't even take off. <laughs> no, it would. I bet you it would take off because, like you said, like if if it's like okay. Try, do the hyperdrive, and the person's just sitting there, and all of a sudden it just goes into hyperdrive by itself. Right after you have to do that. But I agree. Well, you said that. Spencer didn't say that. Well, I agree. Uh, unless you're one of the two pilots, that ride's not that great. I mean, yeah. You might sitting... as well go on Star Tours. I wouldn't wait in the line for it. No, uh, yeah. You might as well go on Star Tours because that's better, and you don't have to interact with it, and you don't get a trash thing where you have to press a button and crash a bunch of times when some noob doesn't know how to drive. But there is something where if you, I don't know, you push a certain button or you do something at a certain point before the ride starts and Chewbacca is like your co-pilot or something. Oh, we'll have to look that up for next time we go. But yeah, you're sitting in the back. You're supposed to be like, I mean, it's a ride. You want to look at this through the window and watch the ride, but I got to look over and push a bunch of blinking buttons. If Chewbacca's your co-pilot, you're never going to know what to do. Why? I don't know. I'll have to look at yeah, it. Yeah, you speak Wookiee? <laughs> From what I've read on the internet, you the pilots have to put their joystick in an extreme position, so extreme left, extreme right, up or down, and hold it there, and then push their activate button. And then the engineers and gunners, they push one of the white buttons, and then their activate button. And what happens? It's supposed to unlock uh, Chewbacca mode or Chewie mode, and it replaces Hondo's voice with Chewbacca. So, like, but like Spencer said, then you, no one would know what to do. I guess, but you don't have to. Guess hear what? Up. People don't know what to do anyway. All That's you got to do is uh, hit the buttons when they light up. Yeah, hit whatever lit is lit up. Okay. 
Uh, but nothing to me. You'd have to tell a bunch of strangers to do that unless your family's there or something. Okay, now we're in the Lightning Lane line for Mickey's Runway Railway, and it's so cool in here. They have a bunch of Mickey shorts, and they have like some references to old cartoons. Okay, so Mickey's Runaway Railway is a really good ride. And, by the way, when I said there was a bunch of shorts, I meant there was movie posters for Mickey shorts, and old ones and the new ones. But I'm not going to spoil the ride for anybody who hasn't gone on it. But if you do want to spoil go to our YouTube channel late November, because since we're going back to Disneyland, I'll have a ride POV on there for it. But what did you think of the ride? Oh, it's really good. Uh, we've already been on it at Disney World before we went on it at Disneyland, so we've already been on it. It's the same thing. It's just the outside, I think, looks cooler. And the outside it, of which it, one? The one at Disneyland? I just think the outside and the one at Disneyland looks better. It's definitely bigger on the outside at Disney World. And the queue for the Disney World one is very boring and plain. But the queue for the Disneyland one is, like, really cool. It has a bunch of stuff from Mickey Shorts. Like, it's supposed to be, like, props that they had. And it's really good. Yeah, I think the only good thing about the one at Disney World, the queue, is we had, before that ride opened, we had never been inside that building. It's like the theater, Chinese mm -hmm. theater. It's kind of neat inside there. Look. I agree with Spencer. I like the one in Disneyland better because we've seen the real Grauman's Theater in Hollywood anyway. So the one in Florida wasn't that impressive. And the one in Disneyland is named the El Capitoon Theater because it's in Toontown. And that's related to the El Capitan Theater, which is a real theater on Hollywood Boulevard in California. And right now it's owned by the Walt Disney Company. And they do a lot of different Disney movie premieres at that theater. And one thing about the Toontown one is they make it look like it's in a cartoon. Because all Toontown is supposed to be, well, toony. And when we were there, it was our first time also seeing the reopened Toontown back when we went. Yeah, and finally, you can meet and greet with Pete, which you have never been able to do before. And which Spencer got to do on this trip. Yeah, well, he was just walking around and we got to see him, but not an actual meet and greet. But I mean, he stopped for you. He just stopped for you and you took pictures of oh, him. Oh, well, yeah. Let yeah. all the little kids around trying to catch him. And for whatever reason, he just stopped and then you got to take a picture of him and yeah. he kept moving. Yeah. I think he pushed a couple of little kids out of the way. <laughs> so we just got out of the brand new Toontown. What'd you think? It was good. Everything was all brand new and like newly painted and all that and we went on runaway railway but it wasn't our first time because we went on the one at Walt Disney World but it was good and we saw so many characters on the way out later on we went to Golden Horseshoe to have some dessert I had ice cream with like a brownie below it I don't really remember but it was good whatever it was and then it just happened to be right when we sat down the piano player came out Played, played a tune, did some singing.
Now we have done every single attraction because the canoes are the only one we haven't done. Because we're like, oh, we'll do that next trip. Oh, we'll do that next trip. We never ended up doing it next trip. But we finally did it, and it was pretty fun. Well, I remember the guy in front of me, which is a cast member at the front of the boat, I, I kept on hitting his paddle <laughs> the whole time. And I think I accidentally swallowed some water that went into my mouth. Ew. Why do you remember that? I, that, I that was on Splash Mountain that happened. I didn't know that we would go around the whole river. Like in, in think a loop. They did, well, I didn't know if we just kind of went up one way and then back because that was kind of a long way around that whole river. Yeah, but it it didn't take that long. It's just because we never sit down and watch the canoes go around. Yeah, yeah. and I think also the the cast member who was in charge. There was only was there only one there cast member on there. There was two. One in the front. because I guess we were closer to the front. Like if the people weren't really moving, then the cast members would start paddling and you'd start moving actually a little quicker. Yeah. Because I'm sure everybody slows it down. That's in the middle. Because when they paddle, they might not be paddling fast enough. I don't remember. Did one of the boats pass us when we were going? I don't remember. I'm uh, sure. Mark Twain did. Oh, yeah. Twain. And then that's why we flipped over and we all had to swim on the Oh, shore. that's right. Like, you know, I think that's probably the only ride at Disneyland that you're not on a track. It's just a free ride. Like, you can no, go anywhere you want. There are other rides that are not on track. Like what? Small World is not on a track. But you're in a, a canal that's the width of the boat. I mean, you yes, can't, still, it's not, it's not a track. Small it's World, you track. can just turn left all of a sudden. Like, all of the ride vehicles just, down Main Street are not on tracks. Yeah, but, except you're, for, but you're not in control. You're not in control on that. The cast member, the cast member steering. I could just put my paddle first propelling and then. push it down, and yeah. we would start turning. Oh, you have the skill to do that when you're when your, your weak arms can not paddle. Think the ri the river is too deep for that. I wonder how how deep. deep. I bet you it's not that deep. No, I'm it sure can't. It's not it can't. Deep. Be you can't tell because it's all brown and green. But right, yeah, <laughs> or if you when we get next to the shore. I'll put your paddle on there. I'll hold on to it so we don't go anywhere. Actually, when you're standing kind of off, like in front of pirates down by the water, you can see to the bottom, can't you? I don't think it's that deep. Maybe it's deeper further out. It probably gets deeper the further it is, but it's probably not. It can't be that deep. Okay, we just did the last thing we never completed, which is the canoes. What do you think about it? You want to do it again? Maybe. What do you think, Mommy? I would do it again. It was a little tiring on the arms, huh? No. No. Oh, okay, maybe it's just my it's weak just arms. <laughs> I think it'd be better if we weren't on a boat full of little kids. Yeah, the little girl behind me wasn't even. I was looking at her paddle. She was like, it was like sideways in the water. And I kept, she kept hitting my paddle. Later in the day, we watched the Magic Happens Parade, which is actually a really good parade. There's a lot of good floats. And if you want to see it, I forgot to mention, on our YouTube channel, if you go, we have the whole trip on our YouTube channel on one video. Just a bunch of short clips of our trip. Yeah. On a video called, like, Disney during Disney 100, I think. Yeah. And your channel is called what? Podcast Space for Space Kids. The same name as what you're listening to right now. Okay, we just finished watching the new parade. What'd you think of the new parade? It was great. 
A lot of new cool floats, and now the park's crazy. There's a million people eg entering and exiting at the same time. You can barely get up Main Street. What do you think of the new parade? Oh, I really liked it. All the floats were really nice. Paint the Night's still my favorite, though. Yeah, definitely. Spencer, what was your favorite float from that parade? The Coco one. Coco, hands down. Coco. Yeah, it was neat to see his great-grandparents dancing up on the stage. And uh, and what was the name of that creature? The spirit animal? Was that, oh. Abruje. So, yeah, that was neat to see that walking around. It was huge. Dinner time. Okay, so that was that, and we did more stuff than what we recorded on the YouTube channel and for the podcasts. We do have some recordings from the fireworks show on the YouTube video, too. But yeah, we didn't record everything we did, so there's other rides we went on, the shops we went to, and like stuff we ate. Did we go on almost every ride at the park on this trip? No. I don't think so. No, because we didn't wait for a Peter Pan. Oh, we didn't right. wait for. It, we didn't go on. We didn't go on that many fantasy line rides. But this was the. It was the last time we went on Splash Mountain. Oh yeah, that was the last time. We right went. before it closed. And then, and what do you think of the fireworks show? Oh, it was good because Baymax and the Blue Fairy were. They both flew across the castle. Baymax was the best. Baymax was the best one. He's huge. Yeah. And it was Baymax in his suit, and obviously it was, he was in his suit, otherwise he wouldn't be able to fly. Yeah, that was probably the best part of the fireworks show, I would say. If he was in his suit, he'd fall off the castle instead of fly off it. And they, that might have him in his suit as a meet-and-greet in Samurai and Tokyo, maybe, in the future. I don't know. I mean, anything could happen in the future. You know, hopefully. I know he's meeting, and right now is playing, you know. Regular Baymax. Yeah. It would be cool to see his two other suits, though. Yeah. Two. two. The, the karate red one suit and, the... and his hero suit. Uh, what's karate suit? What's that from? From Big Hero 6. I don't remember. It, it was... It, that was his first suit he got from Hero. But it wasn't that good oh. compared to his red suit. Well, one of the other good things about those fireworks shows is all the projections on the castle are pretty cool. Yeah, and, and projections on Main Street, which I haven't done since 60th. And we weren't, uh, we weren't standing because we, we, we weren't on Main Street, so we didn't see any of that. Yeah, we were standing. Yeah. yeah, we don't ever wait. Like, some people take a blanket yeah, and they'll some sit out there wait for, hours for hours to get a spot. It's not that. It's not that hard. It's just right when the fireworks start, you just walk over there and find a place to stand. It's not that difficult. Just squeeze between people and stand in front of you. The only time we waited was 4th of July. We did. We did. That was, that was when time. I was like one year old. Two years old? Yeah, probably two. So I think the final thing we did of the night, like you said, Spencer, we did some shopping. We always usually end our night with Going in the Emporium. Emporium and Disneyana. And Jungle Cruise. Oh, but we forgot one important thing. One of the last things we tried to do was go on Casey Jr. Because we hadn't been on it in a while. And we waited in line. Oh, goodness. And I think we were like, we probably waited like 20 minutes. And we were like, we were going to be in the next group. And then what happened? So, we were about to get on the ride. And the the train that we were about to be able to get on came back and this old guy came off and he said to one of the cast members oh i go on this ride every day and it felt like one of the wheels was loose 
He said something like that. And he said it was a safety issue. Yeah. And that they had to check it out. And I doubt that guy goes on the Casey Jr. train every single day. We'll we'll see if he's there next time. And if he well, isn't, I'm going to be... So they shut down the ride and we weren't able to go on it. Yeah. But, you know, for all we know, maybe he's one of the... Maybe he's an Imagineer. He could have been. Doubtful. Maybe he's a fired Imagineer. Yeah, I mean, I don't, what are the chances of a one just one of the wheels getting loose? How would you even know? Yeah, okay. how some old man know? You think Disney doesn't inspect their rides very frequently, like yeah, they, every day? They expect and check stuff out before guests get on them. It, yeah, they they do that early, early, early in the morning. Probably, I highly doubt they would have a loose wheel on a train. Yeah, well, we'll just have to go on or on any on any ride. Yeah. That, yeah, they can break down and get stuck, but it's not like you're going to fly off in Predacoaster or something like that. Okay, now it's nighttime and we're in the Lightning Lane line for Matterhorn. Have we been on this at night before? Yeah. I just don't remember. Maybe we'll... Oh, but we're going to be on the same track we were on earlier, huh? Yeah. We're on the right side. Yeah. I like the right side. I can't, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> They're like the same. I don't even know. Have we even been on the other side? Yeah. Maybe. Actually, I feel like we always are on this side. I know. I don't even... You know what? I think this is the lightning lane side, and the other side is the standby line side. Yeah. That's what's been. That's what's always been. So then, then we've never just gotten the regular line for this. Uh, I think maybe like once. We don't get in regular lines ever for anything. I know, except like at Casey the very Jr. morning. Okay, and that was our trip to Disneyland. I hope you enjoyed listening. Don't forget to check out the video on our YouTube channel. And see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.